Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to the Redemption Road podcast. I'm your host, Dr. John. Here on Redemption Road, we are discussing how high achievers are able to overcome past adversity, past setbacks, and not only get to a point of existing and surviving, but thriving again. So today, my guest, he is someone who's become one of my new favorite people. I've spent a lot of time with him the last couple of months. He hails from the beautiful country of Spain. He's an NCAA basketball point guard in North Dakota. He played a little bit professionally in Europe. He's the founder and co-CEO of Relentless Coaching. He's actually one of my personal trainers and also with somebody with whom I'm collaborating on an event. And it is my pleasure to introduce Eduardo Gomez del Casal. Eddie, grateful to have you here. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me, Doc. Uh, what an intro. A, a pleasure being here, to be honest. <laughs> Oh, glad to have you. Glad to have you. So the objective of this podcast is, like I said, to interview high performers who have overcome significant adversity, oftentimes prevailing against seemingly insurmountable odds, barriers. I know you have a great story of loss, darkness, but also determination, grit, and of course, redemption. So let's delve in. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your story and where the journey began for you. So, I mean, my journey began in Spain. That's where I was born and raised. My dream also started in Spain, you know, and I started to develop, you know, and evolve a little bit more. Uh, I play, I come from a baller, a basketball family. Uh, so my dream of coming to the U.S. and play basketball, it, it was, I mean, uh, throughout teenage, you know, age. Uh, that's when I decided to put hours and hours and hours in the gym to make sure to come to college to the U.S. Uh, at the age of 19, I got an offer. I uh, accepted it right away, <laughs> you know, to put my food into the into the U.S. Uh, once I got here, I changed through some teams. I met amazing people, and that's what... Uh, made me, you know, uh, come here to the U.S. As of why I founded Redis Coaching, very simple. Not only I had a dream of playing uh, basketball, I had a dream of playing uh, professional basketball at a very high level. And that kind of slipped away when I got injured. My L1 to L5, better brace, got smashed at an injury. Uh, you got, they got her near it. And was, was that an injury incurred while you were playing like during uh, an actual game? No. Yeah, correct. It wasn't in a, in a, in a game. It was uh, at a practice, you know, but uh, so it, it wasn't very nice. I'll be honest. It was uh, very nasty. How but far yeah, into your career did that happen? That happened actually uh, at a very young age. I was 25 years old only. Yeah. So... Now was that when you had started playing professionally by that was the, by that, that point that was when the professional offers were coming in correct you know and uh, I I signed a contract in Spain uh, with a, a team that I wanted to play one of the summers I went there and it never happened you know so that's when all the all my depression started so you're right on the cusp at that point of getting to where you wanted to be. You had dreams of playing professionally. You had come to the U.S. You had paid your dues. You played college ball. You worked your way up, got the skills, um, probably built up your size and strength and everything else, I imagine, between 19 and 25. Yeah. And um, 
So you know, here you are, you're about to realize that dream of playing pro ball. And then you got the contract offers coming in, you know, the chance to to realize a dream that so many people have of playing professional sports and you're one of the few that's about to get to do it. And then this injury happens. This injury so. happens. And after the injury, mentally, I'm a hundred percent. I, I lost my ex, you know, uh, I, in, in, within a month, I got injured, lost my ex, my cousin passed away in a very, um, um, nasty car accident as well. I got COVID. It, a lot, a lot of things happen. Uh, you know, so, uh, I hit depression for eight months. Uh, you know, I didn't know where to be, uh, where to go, what to do. And during those eight months, I realized that maybe my purpose it wasn't to, you know, to to be in in the basketball court. Actually, my purpose was to to help people. You know. They learn how to love themselves, which is something that I didn't know what to do when everything happened. Yeah, maybe it was like, hey, I'm gonna give you the confidence that you need through what I know to do best, which is nutrition and fitness. You know, I'm gonna give you the dream dream body. Something that I understand is that if you're 100 percent everything around you is going to be 100 percent no matter what. You know, absolutely. So that that's why, you know, I decided to to do those things. Um like you said, you know, and we spoke many times before, depression is uh, is dark. It's very dark. You know, you never know how it's going to go, but 100% beatable, you know, with the right habits, with a vision and goals, you know. And that vision of me being able to change generational trees, being able to change a, you know, pandemic that not a lot of people is is speaking about you know which is obesity which is a mm-hmm. type of diseases because right. of the food that we consume you know sure. not not in this country only in every country you know that that culture that of not knowing how to eat you know exists in every single country there's cases everywhere uh, not well, to mention the depression from everybody being so isolated and everything else so yeah. one is kind of feeding into the other mm-hmm. exactly so it was during COVID, COVID year, everything that happened, uh, you know, it was, it, it was years of chaos for everyone. You know, I'm sure that everyone need to adapt. And uh, at first I said, unfortunately it happened. And now I'm like, thanks that, that, that it happened because looking back, uh, I love what I do more than the future that I imagine playing basketball, to be honest. So something that happened for you rather than to you. Correct. So let's back up just a little bit because you had a cascade of losses there. You had the loss of your basketball career. You had the devastating, tragic loss of your cousin. You had the loss of your marriage. You had this cascade of losses. Boom, boom, boom. Paint us a little more of a picture of the the, the depression. You know, when when all of these things are happening at the same time, what kind of self-talk are you having at that point? Like, what are you saying to yourself about you? What are you saying to yourself about the future? What are you saying to yourself about the world in general? Like talk us through what, what your mindset was at that point in that internal dialogue. Well, the, the first, the first thing that I remember is like no wanting to do anything, you know, like there's not a purpose of me doing anything. You know, I have failed. That's what, that, that was the first thoughts that I had. Then, uh, the days go by and then I realize, wow, I'm having a lot of intrusive thoughts, you know, like I don't want these thoughts, like what's going on with me. 
then there is some thoughts of like, what happened to me? You know, uh, why am I here? Like, what did I do wrong? You know, I start to self-evaluate my actions, my awards, everything that I did, you know. Start to question everything. Correct. And then I said that I went from that to hit rock bottom. And once I hit rock bottom, I was like, enough. You know, I turn off the uh, switch, the, the mode on, you know, let's say that way. And I mean, all guys know breaks and it's the best thing that could have happened to me, you know, hit rock bottom. How did you know you were at rock bottom? Because in my brain, I lost everything. And I didn't, and I'm not talking about what happened to me. I lost everything within myself. You know, that's what I'm talking about. I lost me. So being able to uh, rebuild that person into the person that I really wanted to be for a while, but I never w- did it because I was too comfortable. You know, oh, I already got where I wanted to be. You know, uh, that, that that was the main uh, that was the main thing, you know. So this was something that kind of forced you to make these changes that you would have wanted to make all along because, okay, now I'm stuck on the island. Now the bridges are burned. The boat that took me there is burned. I got no other choice but to make those changes now because now my survival depends upon it. Yeah. Now my well-being and the rest of my life depends on it. Some some habits, they were there, but they were not 100% developed, you know? And... For example, I was a very grateful person. Always, I have been very grateful my whole life. To the, but it wasn't hundred percent, you know. Now, for example, every day when I wake up, I mean, there is a thank you. As soon as I wake up, I thank you. You know, I look at nature, you know, and sometimes I even look at the trees, at the, at the flowers, at the at the at the birds, whatever. And I actually think I'm lucky to to share life sure. with you guys. You know, like sure. that, that. That's what has changed. You know, and Eddie, if I could interrupt you one second, talk to me about, talk to us about your morning routine, because I, in, in watching you, I mean, I mean, obviously we've become pretty good friends these last couple of months and I, I know your morning starts very early and I know your morning routine is something that's very powerful and it sets the stage for everything you do and for the success that you have over the course of your day and everything else going forward. So I'm, I'm a big proponent of habits, like talk, talk to us a little bit about the the morning habits that you have in terms of gratitude and uh, reading and, and some of the other things, because I think it's very powerful for a lot of folks that are wondering where to start, you know, some, what's, what's something that's really basic and nuts and bolts and something that's concrete and straightforward. Where can they start with a good morning routine? Because I think yours is one of the better ones I've seen. Something that I've learned is that if you start the week, I'm sorry, the, the day is strong. There's no way you're going to finish the week. Okay. Right. So, how do you start the day strong? Very easy with you. You know, me time, me time, and me time. Because I know that if I wake up and I'm already thinking about others rather than me, I'm not going to be able to pour into others as much as if I feel 100%. So this routine, I have been developing it for a year and a half, you know, and I'm sure that I'm going to keep adding and adding and taking away some things that they were better, they don't work, you know. Uh, but basically, uh, I wake up at 4.30 a.m., okay? Right and early. Uh, everything starts with winning the day, okay? Uh, as soon as I wake up, I open my eyes, uh, and I vis- visualize the day with a win, okay? What is the day with a win to me? 
make sure that everything that I say and it comes from my mouth, it is completed, you know, that I live a life of integrity. Okay. Do what you say you're going to do. Exactly. Why? Because the moment that you are, you don't live life with integrity, the your confidence starts to go down and low. Oh, amen to that. You know, I, I think it's just when, when you're calling your shot and you do what you say you're going to do over and over and over again, I mean, that's, Right. That's that's a deposit in the confidence bank. And so it builds your credibility with other people, but it's also building your credibility with yourself. And that's what confidence is. It's credibility with yourself. And so when you know that when you have an idea and you know that in the past, when you called out that idea and you followed through on it, it makes you feel really good that you're going to do it again. The best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. I totally agree. I totally agree. So uh, after 4.30, you know, visualize for five minutes, you know, I know that those muscles are very well hit from the gym from the day before. I know I'm hurting. The best thing to do, jump out of bed. And the be- the very, very first thing, as soon as I get out of bed, I drink uh, the two glasses of water and I stretch my hips, you know, super important to stretch your hips as soon as you wake up, you know, like get out of that, that anchor mode that you have been all night, you know, and I, as soon as I stretch, which is like no more than three, four minutes, it's very fast, you know, like a mobility that I do. I put a speaker and I play this song that is Viva La Vida by Coldplay, you know? Oh, hell yeah. I love Coldplay, Viva La Vida. It's, it's a song that I used to listen with my dad, with some friends back home. And it's actually the song that I will listen every day before a game, you know? So it gets me on, on the, uh, on the grinding mode, you know, on the focus. And then once I do that, I play a positive podcast about anything. It could be finances, focus, fitness, uh, personal growth, you know, faith, anything that uh, allows me to have that initial thought. Okay. Uh, all that without answering any messages, you know, like I try to keep my phone away as much as I can in the morning, you know. At 5.15, uh, I shower and I meditate, you know, meditate uh, slash pray, okay? Mm-hmm. At 5.30 a.m., I journal and I take my pre-workout, which pre-workout is not like powder. It's actually a solid, you know, oat, uh, 200 milligrams of oatmeal, 100 grams of banana, you know, and 40 grams of uh, cereal, you know, uh, it, it varies depending my my preparation, of course, but gotcha. that, that's, that's what is my pre-workout. At 5.45 a.m., I answer my emails uh, that I got overnight and uh, the first social post, you know, the motivational post that I always post in the mornings, you know, is already in the in the oven cooking, you know, so I can post it at 8. Perfect. And then at 6 a.m., I do the cardio plus weightlifting. That's like an hour, an hour and 15 uh, then I take my post-workout and read 10 pages of, of a book. And then I shower, I pray again for a good day. And at eight, I start my day with a great momentum, ready to change lives. So at eight o'clock, you're already up for three and a half hours. Yep. You've done a lot. I mean, you've, you've done so many things there to prime yourself in all the different areas of your life. I mean, everything we do falls into the four categories of our mind, our body, our relationships, and business. Yep. And you've already... Done. You've already checked things off the list for all all four of those categories. Correct. Or you're hitting at eight o'clock. I mean, when you think about comparing 
the mode that you're going to be in compared to somebody that is just rolling out of bed a half hour before they got to be to work. They're, you know, you know, stumbling into the office, spilling coffee all over themselves, rushing in. I mean, talk about being weaponized for the day, you know, versus being totally unprepared. Talk about an edge. I, I, I agree with you. You know, if I don't do this, I will not be as energized. And you know, I'm very energized. Like there's some days that I send you guys messages that is, I, I even think myself, oh my gosh, I hope that they're ready to get this message. You know, but it's true. They I might... love it. <laughs> so I'm more... a morning person too. So I know a lot of people aren't. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh my God, what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> but I like it because it's, you know, it's consistent with, and, and that's what the world needs. I mean, the world needs energy. You know, when it comes to transactions with other people, um, you can be an energy giver or you can be an energy taker. And so the fact that you're bringing energy to every transaction that you have with another human being, I mean, that's that's huge. I think that's something we should all aspire to. I, I totally agree. You know, I used to be an owl. I love now mornings. You know, if I don't have my morning routine, I am. it's not me. And also, I agree with the energy. The world needs energy. But I will add this as well. I truly believe that the world needs love. Right now, a lot of times, love is not very frequent, you no. know, and that's what I'm trying to 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 bring as well. You know, every time that I send a message, it's out of my heart. You know, every time that I meet with someone, you know, I, I've realized that a lot of people are like, hey, how are you doing? I actually go and just give them a hug. What's up? How are you doing? Are you okay? You know, make like, how many people do you meet with for a coffee you know, and they tell you, hey, how are you doing? How's your day going? Are you happy? I'm trying to change that culture a little bit as well, you know. So definitely, I know that I care a lot about people. And I know that I have my morning routine. Because I also know that sometimes when I open my heart, you know, and I actually, I, every act that I do is with my heart. Sometimes, you know, it's not the answer that I would expect, you know. So I need to protect that as well, right. you know. If I'm hundred percent, I'm gonna start going backwards again. Gotcha. So, but yeah. No, I I love that you're that you're reaching out. I love that you're taking a genuine interest in everybody. And in this day and age, you know, asking people how they're really doing and um and maybe not necessarily being satisfied with the conventional or socially acceptable answer. I mean, everybody always tells you they're fine, but I mean, as we all know, a lot of people that say they're they're fine, they're really not fine, and. So I think just going that extra mile and just taking the extra, sometimes it's a matter of taking a few seconds. I mean, that can be the difference between somebody going home and making a decision that they can't reverse, you know, versus going on. And, you know, all it takes is that, that extra little extra effort. So they know somebody actually does care. And so I think that's something if, if, if people, if any of you take away anything from this podcast, just, you know, take the little extra time with people, even the people that you think have it all together, even the people that you think are, you know, calm and collected and, supposedly have their shit together and have life by the balls that might be an appearance and uh you know they, they might be the people that you need to actually check on the most because you just never know i totally agree you know and i also uh, i'll tell you this i don't have perfect days there's days that i wake up and i have setbacks there's perfect day there's days that i know that um, a lot of people post a lot of beautiful captions on facebook like i do you know but those captions are based off the struggles that I've had, you know, like, that's why I tell people, like, Hey, I'm, I'm sharing this. So you can see that you're not alone. You know, like there's some days that I don't want to wake up out of bed. I'll be honest. Like some days I'm super tired. Like last week, for example, 
for real as coaching, we put an average of 16 hours daily of work. You know, that's right. uh, that was literally waking up, going to work, go to bed. That, that's it. Right. You know, if you, if you think about it. A lot of that. grinding. Exactly. A lot of grinding. It's one of the hottest seasons for us, you know, with the holiday season, New Year resolution mm -hmm. uh, bodies. Okay. Uh, also, we're doing this amazing campaign right now for Thanksgiving. So it's, it's a lot, you know. So some days your body is, is going to tell you like, hey, stay comfy. But your mind has to be stronger always that what your body is telling you always. You know, right. once you control your mind, you control everything. So let me ask you this. On the days that you're not feeling great or and this is something, and I'm sure you you go over this with your clients a lot of times, you know, when, when you have clients that are having a rough day or they're not feeling like getting after, or maybe they're they're working really hard and maybe they're not getting the results. Maybe they're following the diet to a T, maybe they're doing the exercise to a T, maybe they're not getting the results on the scale or they're not getting the results in the mirror that they're wanting, even though they're putting in the time and they're not, you know, how do you keep them intrinsically motivated because the external motivation might not be coming there and the pounds aren't falling off or the mirror changes aren't coming or they're just having bad days or getting frustrated. How, how do you keep them motivated in terms of intrinsically, in terms of the the meaning and the purpose? How do you keep them going with that? Well, I think that we, you, you all know by now that I don't sugarcoat anything. I always tell you things, how I see them, you know, with depth, more respect, always. I always go back to the root, you know, so, for example, if I have a client, which I have, that is over 300 pounds, 280, with heart diseases, and they have kids, and they sign up because they want to be longer around their kids, I remind them, hey, are you going to allow those excuses that you're going through today, you know, dictate probably your future life? Like, come on, how are you going to explain to your kid that you were not allowed to wake up out of bed, but you actually told him to go to the school today? You know, it's just, it's just that. It's that, it's that simple. It's like relentless is not for a, just for like a marketing strategy. It's actually the mindset, that, sure. that mindset, you know, there's some days that they're going to be harder, you know, but at the end of the month, you know, with, when that, that calendar, you know, flips and it's another, a new month, you're going to have 30 days or 31 uh, days full of achievements of, some days full of regrets or like not doing the work. Right. And imagine that it's one day every week. That's four days a month, you know? Right. And those people, you know, that they are like, well, I work I work out or I work hard, very hard from Monday to Friday. And then I'm I'm like, do you know that Saturday and Sunday is actually 40% of your week? Now right. imagine you add every Saturday and Sunday of the month, you know? Right. And I'll be honest, we Renaissance Coaching has grown so fast not because you know i mean not because like we're special like crazy like oh my gosh like well first of all because we give and also because we take advantage like we're grinding all the time right you know we're taking advantage of that so uh, i remember for the this the first six months you know i just started to put extra time trying to catch up with my competitors and sure. now that my computers are not even working uh, now on Monday. Like I just talked to one of them on Friday, you know, because obviously like uh, if people cannot work with me, I always send them to someone else, you know, like sure. uh, I like to feed other people as well. Right. So, and they were like, yeah, we're close this week until then. I was like, what? Close? 
Heck no, I'm no one. I'm not closing, you know. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, even uh, Thursday on Thanksgiving, I'm working from 5 a.m. to 11.30. Like, th those are opportunities, you know. Those are sure. Well, that's an opportunity for you to extend the gap between you and everybody else. That, that's what it's all about, you know. The successful, it's a successful man, woman. is no other different than just opportunities, you know, that either they got into or they lost. Mm -hmm. We have to keep going. We got to let, uh, you know, the old phrase goals have to be bigger than the excuses. And, uh, you know, and I, I think that's, that's one of the powerful things behind the relentless message is that, uh, you know, anything can become an excuse, but, you know, in, in my experience, excuses are just the lies that we tell ourselves to free ourselves from accountability. So if we, you know, if we shoot holes in those lies, shoot holes in that mindset and uh, realize that none of those excuses really hold any water. And, uh, you, you, you know, we have that client that, like you said, if they remember their why, they remember that they have to be the example for everybody else. And if we, we have to walk the walk, if we're going to expect our kids to do this and, you know, because yeah. because kids are watching, kids are, you know, they always say, don't tell your kids, show them. And so you know, if you're telling them one thing and they're seeing something totally opposite, you know, we're talking about credibility earlier, your credibility goes down the tank. So yes, yes. Remember when you was a child, I remember when I was a child. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not like an adult adult, but I remember even now I copy my, my, my dad's behavior, my mom's behavior. Like I still learning from them, you know, something that I actually learned from my dad, you know, uh, he played professional in Europe. Uh, I mean, uh, n nothing to compare with his personality, you know, like he has one of the biggest mindsets I have ever seen in my life and always his whole life. He told me, and he keeps telling me, Eddie, some things might work, some things might not. But I just want you to make sure to give your all. So if you look back into the past, you know that you gave 100%. You know, and at least you try. Instead of having the thought of like, wow, I could have done that better. Because that's never going to be in your life again. You're never going to have an opportunity of like, well, I'll make you better next time. That moment is out. There might not be next time. Yeah, exactly. I, I let's be honest. We might not even be here in two, three hours or tomorrow. Oh my mm. gosh, why are you being so negative? Actually, it's true. We don't know. No, we don't know, you know. Tomorrow's not guaranteed for any of us. I mean, that's exactly. exactly. That, when so, I wrote, when I wrote "fuck someday," it was the that was the mentality behind it because people kept talking about the things they were going to do someday, and it's like, you know, some days where your dream's going to go to die, and that's yeah. a day of the okay. week that never comes, and. You keep talking about it, and then before long, you know that someday that you're gonna do, you know, we're about to hit the new year, and you, you, that same someday that you had uh, New Year's Eve this year, next year it's still there, still hasn't happened. It's still a pipe dream. There's no timestamp on it. There's no action taken, and it, it's still just a, a pipe dream, and that's all it's gonna stay. And yeah, something that I like to say is like, do today what you will do if you're about to, if you don't have tomorrow, literally. If you know you have to get a workout, go get a workout. If you know you have to text your family, text them. Your partner, have you tell her or tell him I love you today? You know, or you're starting to get to know someone. You know, do you do they know that you care for them? Mm -hmm. You know, like make sure that they know. You know, like you never know. Right. It's like either you're gonna have a, a like again a future like oh my gosh I should have said that like, okay. And I'm going to put in, a, in another perspective. I'm going to talk about love right now because I've been through that, you know, like 
uh, I've been through a relationship that was very strong. And then later on in life, I was like, dang it. You know, maybe I should have actually reaffirmed her how much I care about her. You know, like, be, like I should have actually, like, given her more like, hey, don't worry. You know, like, you know, I like you, right? <laughs> Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, uh, show more, you know? That's why uh, right now, every opportunity that I have when I talk to, to someone, you know, uh, uh, I actually, every day, I make sure that they know, you know, hey, you know, like, you're awesome. Hey, I like you. I'm proud of you. Right. You know? It's a sense of urgency. I mean, I, th I think if you can sum it up in one theme, it sounds like you're saying a sense of urgency. I mean, one of the biggest messages I've ever gotten from Tony Robbins and he, is he talks about increasing the urgency in the people who, you know, what separates the haves from the have-nots is having that urgency, you know, whereas, you know, a lot of us talk about the things that we want to do, the things that we quote unquote yeah. should do, but the want to's and the shoulds need to become a must. I agree. And once it becomes a must, you know, then it's, then it's something that, okay, well, we're treating it more, maybe not quite as a life or death thing, but, but pretty close to it because when, when it becomes a must, then it's something that's got to get done. It's got to get done like right fucking now. And so, and then when we have that urgency in place, that's when action happens. And until we, we change that standard, you know, things don't get done. We go back to the integrity that we were talking earlier, you know, right. A life of integrity. I that's what, that's what led me to a huge depression as well. Knowing that I will tell friends, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. And I actually wasn't there. I will tell myself, I'm going to wake up tomorrow at 8 a.m. And I will wake up at 10. You know, I didn't want to wake up. But then by waking up at 10, I was like already in my mind. Oh, my gosh. I didn't commit to what I said. Something that has helped me and I would like to share this is actually a lot of people, they are like, oh, my gosh, yeah, get a planner. You know, like get a put everything on your computer, stick to it. Yes, it works. But to me, what works the most uh, has been to have this red book that I carry with me every single place, <laughs> if I can to, if I can, sorry. And this this uh, book has every single hour of the day, like minutes, hours, okay? And every single hour I write what I'm going to do. Even if I'm eating lunch, I put lunch. If I'm cooking dinner, I cook dinner. Whatever it is, if I'm working, working, clients, clients, whatever it is, you know, and whatever is written down in that red book, I have to do it. No matter what, uh, I'll go to bed later on, but it has to be done. You know, and that has helped me huge with integrity, you know, like uh, we keeping myself accountable. Sure. And again, not to not mention efficiency too. Efficiency as well. Time management, you know, like it has been really, really good because uh, there's some things that yes takes me a little bit longer but now i know that boom everything has to be done within a timely manner yep yeah i mean with with goal setting i mean timeliness is one of the five things and you know when you're talking about smart goals i mean it's got to be timely and so when you put a time stamp on something and when you have a, an end you know an end thing if you if you know you're going to give yourself an hour to do something or two hours to do something what does that do to your focus i agree if you think you got all day to do it, then you know maybe your focus isn't going to be that fine tuned. But if you know that you've only got an hour, if you, you know if you got to write that post or you have to, you know, prepare that presentation or whatever that task is going to be or get that workout in, you've got that hour. You better get zeroed in fast. This is something that uh, at my left, you know, he talked on his book, and I could not agree more. You know, uh, it's true that I use this on a different practice. But his practice is really good. He divides his day in three hours. 
you know, so every day is six hours. Yes. Automatically, your brain is going to be, oh my gosh, instead of 24 hours, I only have six hours. I have to get going. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, it's like, it's like a game, you know, point guard gets the ball. Okay. On the, uh, I, you know, gets inbounded, boom, starts to dribble. If he takes like a bit, they're going to call eight seconds to, to, to cross the, the half court, you know, but right. you only have six seconds to shoot a shot and win the game. What are you going to do? You're going to sprint and actually try to get the, the fastest play on the, on the book, you know? Yep. So the, it's, it's, it's that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, if you've got yeah, if it, it's it's life's uh, shot clock that's in place all the time. Correct. So, and, you know, uh, we yeah. are very, we're very lucky to be here. I'm I'm so grateful. You know, I know that uh, a lot of people are right now is grateful season. You know, bless all the stuff because Thanksgiving. But I I would love if I'd see more people being more like wow, you know, because everything will change everything will change, you know, if we actually live in a life of more gratefulness, more love, you know, and caring about, you know, giving, giving, and giving. That's my philosophy. Give, 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 and give, you know, without expect anything in return. That's the biggest thing. And that's what has changed my life. You know, if you talk about appeal to cure depression, I'll tell you that right now. Giving, giving, and giving. A hundred percent. 100%. 100%. I even made a post about that a couple of weeks ago. The quickest way to change your state, the quickest way to feel happiness, if you want to feel happiness and love in your heart immediately, go give. Go do something for somebody else immediately. I promise you, you'll feel better. You know, and I remember you here saying in one of our meetings the other day, you said the reason I'm so happy is because I'm giving. And then that's that you center your life around that. And that's why you're happy a lot of the time. And I mean, proof's in the pudding there. I mean, it's just um it's one of the easiest you know most straightforward things that anybody can do is to you know when if you want to change your state if you want to feel happier if you want to attack that depression go do something for somebody else because what what you get back uh with regards to your mindset what it does to your heart and your mind is going to be what you get back is going to be far greater exponentially greater with a vision always with a vision yes you always have to have a vision also absolutely well, good deal. Gosh, talk to me about where things are going for you now. What's, I mean, you've come a long way. I mean, relentless coaching is, is, is growing. And I mean, I love what you guys do in terms of, you know, as, as one of your clients, I feel like I've got concierge service because I've got my workouts laid out for me. I've got my meals laid out for me. The guesswork is taken out of it. And, you know, that's, that's something that not a lot of people offer as far as all of those things under one roof. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's very powerful. And when, when you, when, when someone knows that all they have to do is execute, I mean, that's, you know, like anything else, you know, have a plan and you shall not fear. I've got the plan every week. You know, you can ask me what my meal is and for each day, you can ask me what my workout is for each day. And I can tell you it's there. And so when you don't have to worry about that or question that, I mean, that puts you a leg up on everybody else. So, I mean, you guys are getting, you know, more and more busy. I mean, you're, you're growing by leaps and bounds. Talk to me about what you guys are working on now. What's, what's the next step? We have a lot of things cooking in the oven. Uh, obviously, uh, I can tell you that the, the grinding is going to still there. In 2023, January 1st, 2023, we are launching three new projects that no one knows yet. 
but it's going to be worth to the wait, you know? Um, we're going to keep changing livestock. You know, we're going to not only offer offering what I, you just mentioned, but also the main goal, which is to teach you, you know, because I know dog that after this transformation that you're going through, you're going to learn and you're going to keep learning what we're teaching you and you're going to be able to help your kids and your kids are going to be able to help their kids. For sure. You know? on and on and on. Um, work, you know, we have a lot of things coming that unfortunately cannot talk. I would, I, I would love to talk. But basically, the main thing is going to be giving, giving and giving. Right now, for example, for Thanksgiving, uh, for every transformation that we got through the special that we run, we're buying turkeys for families in need. I know that we're going to run, a, you know, a Cyber Monday special. We're going to run some Christmas, New Year resolution, you know. Uh, and we're just going to keep giving, giving and giving. We did the backpack challenge that it was to help those kids in need at school. Oh, that's incredible. We we fed the, the veterans, you know, uh, as well on, uh, on the month of to November, actually, you know, <laughs> this month. We're just gonna keep uh, doing things for people uh, that they need it, uh, you know. I want to make sure that people, that the people knows that we're not only really coaching. You can only get access to these people if, you know, you sign up with them. I want to make sure that people know, like, hey, you need someone to talk. All right, text me. You know, I maybe maybe I will not reply right away because, like you said, we're very very busy. But I will actually send a message back uh, personally, you know, like, hey, how can I help you? You know, like we do almost every week, you know, like there's a lot of people that contact sure. us, you know. And... Every, everybody can have access to your value. Correct. You know, that's, I, I know any, any... Some, in some way. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to people to think like, oh my gosh, he's the CEO of uh, of a successful business. I cannot talk to him. You know, I actually want people to talk to me. You know, I'm not any other, any different than you, you know, like I'm just like you. I want to make sure that you know that you have access to me and I'm very down to earth in, in that aspect, you know, and I'm not going to let that grow at all. Yeah. Re- relatability is definitely key and in, in, in you and your partner, Clint, you guys definitely have that. And I mean, uh, you guys are both very easy and talk to very approachable. And I, I think that's, that's why you guys are winning is because of the way you treat people and respect and the kindness that you do extend to everybody. Um, we also have a little joint venture coming up in January. Since you have the sexier accent than I do, I'm going to let you tell everybody about that. <laughs> Thank you so much. So this is one of the news that actually, I don't know if I was allowed to talk to, but we have created Living Relentless Retreat. You know, so we all know that there is parents out there, men that they're struggling with depression, not, not knowing what to do. They don't know their purpose. They don't even know, you know, how to be that man that they wanted to be. They, they don't know how to get their life back. That's why we have put these amazing coaches, uh, you know, that they're going to be nutrition, fitness, mindset breathing and finances you know so everything basically is going to cover every single area that you need in your life and basically we're going to break people down you know to build them back up into the men that they truly need to be you know i would say this always it's not about who you want to be it's about who you must become you know once you become that person you will be that person amen 
So it's very exciting. I know that, uh, you know, like the spots are filling up very quickly. We're only taking uh, on a short amount of men out there. And again, anyone can access it. Anyone can come in terms of like, hey, I want to be there. Perfect. Yes, get on a call. We'll talk about uh, if you're a good, you know, candidate, because we want to make sure that everyone that goes, they get along with, uh, you know, somehow, you know, they they, they pass the, this test, let's say that way, you know, we don't want to have different type of behaviors, you know, and then it's a, it's a show, you know, when they are all in the house together and when we are co coaching them, you know, on the, on the beach, you know, so want to make sure that everything is good. It's an amazing opportunity. It's something that I did before at a other program that I attended. And I'm actually very, very excited to bring uh, our own edition with uh, a lot of value, uh, a lot of, you know, um, information. Something that I tell you is this, we're working super hard for, you know, if, you're, if your time, if one hour of your time is worth $100, I'll tell you this right now, I'm going to make sure that that retreat every hour is $100 worth, you know, 150, 200, you Absolutely. know, it's going to be value that you have never seen before. And you ask me like, how, how do you know? I was like, well, I know where we're coming from. I know the type of people that we are going to be in that event. I know the, some of the speakers that are going to be there as well. And I know, uh, you know, that is going to change your life. Can I tell you about it? You're gonna have to find out. <laughs> and and to use your words, it's gonna be not you know, not just informative, but more so transformative. It, right. It's truly going to be a life changing experience. It's gonna be like nothing you've ever done before, and it's going to really give you a new sense of purpose. It's gonna give you a new sense of confidence. And you're going to leave there with clarity. You're going to leave there with an idea of where you want to go from there. And uh, because, you know, like you said, I mean, a lot of guys, they're, they're lacking their confidence. They don't know what to be in life. They wear a lot of hats. They don't know where they fit in. And so I, I think having a chance to be around uh, like-minded men who are also having that same struggle and to have that safe place and to, to leave there with, to, to get that, to get that cup filled. Cause a lot of men are not having that cup filled. A lot of men are, you know, as as a parent, I, I go to school and I see men dropping off, picking up their kids and I see this smile that they're trying to keep on, but you can see deep down that there's, there's a lot of suffering going on. And, okay. you know, as a middle-aged man myself, I mean, it's, you know, I, I know what that suffering is like. I know what it feels like to be, to be suffocating and to not feel like you have a place to go with it. And so I am, I'm looking forward to that because I know how it feels to be in that position and I know the need. And so um, I know how I got through it and I'm looking forward to doing my part to share what worked for me to, to help folks get over that hump and to really get back to thriving and enjoying their lives again. Not only that, you know, but also living with a group of men that they are aligned with their values, that they are high achievers, that they want the best of life. So basically it's like, if you come, yeah, you, you I'm sure you, people are going to, Oh, and they have friends, but are they truly friends? Are they truly going in the, in the direction that they want? Right. So, so I would say like, uh, you know, you come as a wolf, as a wolf and you live with your pack. Mm -hmm. Not only of your coaches that they're going to be there, but also with other 15 men, you know, 
And, yeah. one, and what I like about that is you leave with your pack and it's, it, this isn't just a one and done kind of event. This is something that's going to be, it's going to evolve into a brotherhood where, you know, we're all going to be keeping in touch. We're all going to be having other events where, you know, because you know, just because you finished this retreat, I mean, that's not the end. This, this isn't a finish line. Like Goggin says, there's no finish lines. This is just the beginning. Yep. This is just scratching the surface. This you're leaving with tools. Now you're going out on your, your own to try to, you know, follow through the blueprint that you're leaving that event with. And you still got to have people to keep you accountable. So that's why everybody's going to be keeping in touch. There's going to be groups. There's going to be uh, other events going forward so that everybody can stay in touch and keep each other accountable and make sure that everyone's doing what they say they're going to do and help through the pitfalls. Because as we all know, we, we come back from an event and we're full of energy and we're full of excitement about all these new things we're going to do. And sometimes we get back to our old life and the people around us, the friends, the family, the workplace, and not everybody's as excited about the changes we're making as we are. In fact, it was very convenient for them before to, for us to be the way we were before we didn't like it, but they kind of did. It was convenient for them. It was easy for them. It was comfortable for them. So you're coming back with all these different ideas. You're responding differently. Maybe you're setting different boundaries and uh, that's not necessarily comfortable for them. And sometimes it might anger them and you're going to hit a lot of resistance. So having that tribe that you're still going to be running with, even after the event, that's going to be a very uh, powerful asset going forward. Yep. Not only, uh, I mean, not only that, but also the confidence that people are going to live, you know, um, and I'm speaking through experience, through, um, you know, through work that we're going to be doing. There is some techniques that other coaches explain it. And, you know, we know that I was like, wow, it's going to be a unique one. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> going to be fire. Well, Eddie, I can't thank you enough for being on here today. I know I've got to be respectful of your time. And uh, I'm really excited to be doing this event with you. And I'm excited to see what you guys have coming forward. Um, so I, I really appreciate your time and uh, can't wait to see how everything uh, unfolds in these upcoming months and uh, for the next year for you guys. Thank you so much for having me here. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Like you said at the beginning, you know, you uh, we met, but you have become a brother. And, you know, and like always, and do not forget, and you know what's coming. Live relentless, brother. This, keep living relentless. Absolutely. Well, much love, much love. So everybody, if if you get if you got a nugget from this, if there was something that resonated with you that helped you please share the show. Please go online and leave us a five-star review on Spotify. We're going to be coming to iTunes as well. Keep the positivity going. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Like we were talking about earlier, make it your mission to make somebody else's day better. Make it a goal to go out and help somebody. If you want to change your state, if you want to feel better immediately, go make someone's day better and help them. And if you make this a routine, not just today, but every day, I promise you, you're going to be much happier and the world's going to be better. Keep paying things forward. So that's all we got for now. Everybody have a great rest of your day. We'll see you.